Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver. It was Henry Ford that said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Mindset is everything in all that we do, from the actions we take in life to the results that we get. My guest today is Emma Wheeler. Emma is a habit and mindset mentor. If you're struggling to feel motivated, lack energy, and achieve your goals, she'll give you all the tips and the tools to help. Emma, welcome to Fit News today. I'm excited to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really looking forward to it. And what a great opening. I absolutely <laughs> love that quote. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's such a powerful quote because it's so true, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it is 100% true. Yeah, yeah. So, Brilliant. So let's talk about a little bit more about what you do with uh, the habit and mindset coaching and how do you do that? And and what are some tips that you give those that you're working with? My journey, I suppose, is that um, I, um, I'm i a mum. I'm a mum of five. And my when my youngest was about two, I thought I need to do, so, need to do something. Um, although I enjoy being a stay-at-home mum, I, um, I wanted to do something else um, other than just being a mum. I say just being a mum. That's really underrates it, doesn't it? Because it's the most important job in the world. Um, and I've always been quite passionate about... Um, about exercise and healthy living and so I sort of turned a passion into into a career and started and trained as a personal trainer mm-hmm. um so I yeah and then I started a business in in training people I've got pre and postnatal uh, exercise so I can obviously help uh, women before and after babies um which obviously is can be quite a daunting time because our body changes a lot doesn't right. it when we, oh when my we goodness. children yeah um and then, uh, and yeah, so I started my own business um, and I did that for a few years um, and then we moved um, from Surrey to Wiltshire. I uh, still trained for a little bit, but then felt that um, I wanted to do it. My business was going more into coaching because mm-hmm. I realised that actually when when you're tr- helping people predominantly to lose weight, which is what I was doing, it's a lot more about what's going on in there, in in the head. You know, often when we, uh, you know, we can be perhaps addicted to food or addicted to alcohol or addicted addicted to exercise as well. Right. Right. From a, you know, a negative point of view, actually yeah. not giving your body time to rest or, mm-hmm. you know, addicted to whatever, drugs, sex, shopping, whatever it is, it's actually what's going on in, in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so I decided to coach instead. And then um, and I still I still do that, but predominantly in in a self-employed capacity as I, I partner for another <laughs> business, mm-hmm. um, but also for a mental health charity as well. 
so so that's how I I sort of I I started and uh, yeah I'm yeah I'm you know I am passionate about um helping uh, about helping people really I'm definitely uh you know I, I'd like to be in service to people um I, I <laughs> um that is me and uh yeah I'm you know passionate about helping people to live uh, happier healthier lives by you know by helping them to to create those healthy habits and that healthy mindset right and certainly in in you know in terms of it can be for anybody but actually mums it's about you know about living within your personal boundaries being able to manage a house bring up children you know be a wife a mother a friend a daughter but with your health at the core I suppose right Right. Yeah. You know, wearing all of those hats, it's sometimes a lot of women don't take that time to work on their own self-care and their own health needs and basically put their own oxygen mask on first. Right. Yeah, 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 and that's that's very true, isn't it? If you're on a plane and you you, you listen to the uh, you listen to the, um, the 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 talk by the air hostesses, that you, it is that you put your own oxygen mask on first, and you're absolutely right. You can't pour from an empty pot, um, and sometimes it's not that easy, is it? Because it, it maybe right. your modelling, maybe your mum did everything, mm-hmm. um, and so you that was your model's behaviour. We obviously are living in different times now to to when, you know, for, I, you know, in 70s, 80s, 90s child, I, I was born in the 70s. Right. Um, it, you know, it, it was very different times, but it, it does depend on your modelling. And, and sometimes, you know, it, it does take somebody to say to you or doing that that self-development work to realize actually some of the beliefs that you have got aren't really your beliefs they're actually beliefs that are from parents or maybe from Mm -hmm. a teacher or something that someone once said to you when you were younger and it actually isn't one of your beliefs and one of your values you just kind of go along with it so um and there is a lot of guilt isn't there there's a lot of guilt I think when we have uh, children but you know that's that's okay to allow that guilt to come up and right. why are we feeling like that and then actually think about well you know what what actually is the benefit of me doing this right right yeah yeah analyzing you know why you're feeling that way right and then working through that to understand well if I do this if I take care of myself then guess what I can take care of my kids even or my family even better, right? Because I'm healthier. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think you know. Yeah, it's it's about you know it's it's about having those really firm boundaries and 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 again, you know, modelling that behaviour to your children. It's okay um, to to um, you know not jump out of bed in the morning and maybe do a meditation if that's right for you. Right. It's okay if they're old enough for you to make your own lunch actually because I'm doing something else. It's okay for me to exercise. It's okay for me to say no. And that's a very powerful word that is often underused by moms. Yes. Yeah, it is often underused, isn't it? And that word no is often one of the first words that 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 children learn, isn't it? Is the word <laughs> no. Um right. but actually it is a very powerful word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And no doesn't mean no forever, does it? It um right. It, but but it is a very powerful word and there's a lot of stigma around that word I think no isn't it and in, in right. the fact that it's a bad word but actually it's not really mm-hmm. it's um you know I, I think it's you know it's good it's good to learn isn't it that actually sometimes it is no it doesn't mean it's no for ever 
It's just right. no for now. Right, right. And so, that's, that's uh, a great way to start. Th- again, that goes back to the mindset, right? It's a, that's how you're, how you think and perceive that word. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot about, you know, as you say about the mindset, and it's also about what, you know, some people are, you know, find it very hard to say no, because perhaps they're, perhaps they're people pleasers. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they like, you know, always like to please other people and maybe the detriment of their own health. Right. Um, or, you know, there's a fear of what people are going to say, are going to think about them if you say no. Whereas yeah. for me, I mean, I don't know about you, Jen, but me, I actually, I really respect somebody who says actually, no, this isn't right for me. I would really respect that they've been able to say that to me. Yeah. Um, you know, all too often we will say yes um, uh-huh. to somebody right. and then you'll spend the next however many days, weeks, months trying to get out of whatever you've said because you didn't really mean yes. Yeah. Um, in fact, I was having a conversation today at a networking network meeting and lady had had um uh, joined joined something and and actually she said I should have been stronger at the time and needed to get better at saying no this isn't right for me um mm-hmm. and uh yeah so um yeah it is it, it's about you know I, I suppose that a good thing here is to think about well, what are your values what is important mm-hmm. to you what are my personal boundaries um and then uh, you know how do I then um, how how do I then stick to those personal boundaries um, that in, in a com- that's making me fit? You know, it's a comfortable way, and it's good for my health as well. So, I think, yeah, it, you know, personal boundaries is a real biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if we're talking about, it depends if we're talking about. Um, you're talking about mums you know if you're talking about mothers or, or parents indeed rather than just mums you know those boundaries can be different for everybody can't they because your your boundaries are going to be very different if you've got a six-month-old breastfeeding baby to if you've got an eight-year-old for instance right, right. um so uh but then you know they're also very different for people that haven't got children haven't got children but your personal boundaries are equally as important I think. exactly right right you know i mean you still need to learn to take that time for you, whether you have kids or not, right? As an aging female, we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves because our bodies are going through so many changes as it is during this midlife time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For women, especially, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, we our bodies go through massive changes. Yeah. I don't know what it's like in the US, but in the UK, we're certainly certainly becoming more aware of the changes we go through. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the biggest change your body goes through um, after puberty. Right. Um, um, uh, but but probably so much less support. Um, and that maybe there is in, in puberty, but, you know, and I, I think it's, yeah, there, your body is going through massive changes and it's so, so important that you, that you embrace those changes and look mm-hmm. after yourself as well. Right. And find a support system around you that is supportive. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like, and I think now, as you said, you know, there's, there's more of an awareness of, of the changes that are happening in midlife, whereas, you know, our grandmothers were just told to well, suffer through it, right? You'll be fine. And there's now more awareness and yeah, and, and all that is out there for us and all of the great things that we can do, whether that's meditation or walking or strength training or all of the things that we can do to take care of ourselves to help us get through this time. And I don't want to say an easier way, but in a, you know, a more successful way other yeah. than just suffering 
through it. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely. that requires, like you said, the boundaries. That requires, yeah, it requires yeah. very good boundaries. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it it requires being able to be able to put yourself first to have that self-care to understand yourself and realize when your energy is depleting mm-hmm. um that you as you just said then to you know making sure you're doing the exercise that is appropriate for you you know in midlife women the exercise you do is very very different to what you what you're doing in your 20s you know you're much more about as you just said strength training Mm -hmm. and building up that muscle because we know that once we're over 35 we we do lose muscle mass um, and bone density quite Mm -hmm. quickly especially when we're especially when you're going through the menopause so it's really important to to look to to look after the the bones and the the muscles so that again that you're in a good place yeah um, and of course the are you doing the self-development and, and maybe investing in a mentor or a coach because mm-hmm. you know it can be a can be a real time of of anxiousness as well and sometimes people who have never been anxious in their life or worried about things right. can really struggle it's not unusual to really really struggle at that at that age and 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 wonder what's going on and mm-hmm. why are you feeling like that um right so uh yeah yeah, yeah. So it's it, again back to mindset and the mindset of being okay with asking for help right because oftentimes as women we don't want to ask for help yes so yeah. again it's a mindset shift of it's okay to ask for help it's okay to say no it's okay to set boundaries it's okay to say i'm going to do this for me right now yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and it is okay to ask for help. Again, I think you're a much braver person to ask for help, aren't you, than right. than, than, to, than to struggle through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but again, that can go to come down to your conditioning and your beliefs and how you were brought up. And be you know, I, I suppose years ago we were quite stoic. You would just get on with it, right. wouldn't you? And you know, we don't uh, you don't ask for help. And and mm-hmm. and actually, yeah, yeah you know there's that saying isn't there? a problem shared is a problem halved isn't it um and uh you know the mind is really really good at making things uh you know, making making things out to be so much worse than they actually are you know mm-hmm. of course we have our subconscious and our conscious part of the mind so you know your subconscious part is all your conditionings and your beliefs if you imagine it like a doctor's filing cabinet for instance mm-hmm. everything that's ever happened to you is all is all stored away in there and and your subconscious your ego is there is there for a reason it's there to keep mm-hmm. you safe so if you're in a burning fire, it would tell you to get out, and that's great. Um, but if it, if um, you know it, it's you, you know you're wanting to say no to somebody, you're wanting to say no to a social event or to helping on the school PTA or something, it's <laughs> going to tell you no, no, you can't do that because they're not going to like because that person's not going to like you because it goes back to those caveman times where we we need to be in, we need to be you know we are we are pack animals we like to be part of the tribe and that mm-hmm. then that fear is we're going to be shunned and then we're going to be left for death which of course <laughs> isn't the case but right. you know we, our bodies have evolved but our brains haven't evolved from the from the caveman mm-hmm. time so that cheeky little monkey brain <laughs> uh, trying to trying to keep us safe so it's really sort of tapping into that conscious the you know the the the, the part of the brain that runs four percent of the show that actually does know what what's right for us yeah um and and really following in that intuition with 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 trust i guess and, and you know always trusting that the universe does have your back and this is the right thing for you mm-hmm. yeah I, that 
takes a lot of um, self-reflection too, as you mentioned, um, you know, creating your, and looking through what are my values, right? It's probably the best place for someone to start. Yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, it does take a lot, you know, it does take work to do that Mm -hmm. and to understand yourself um, and to really turn inward. And there's lots of ways you can do that. There's so many, you know, podcasts that we're recording now, things on YouTube, Mm self-development books, investing in mentors in different groups. There's so much out there now, Mm -hmm. but there is so much out there to, to help you. Um, but I suppose if you've never embarked on that journey before, it can be quite it can be quite daunting. Um, and it is easier said than it is easier said than done because the ego will always try to run the show all the mm-hmm. time. It will always try to run the show. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. That can also be difficult because you're having to face maybe some truths that you don't want to face, right? When you're doing these self-reflections and... yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, you know, whenever we do work on ourselves and self-development, yes, it is deeply uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I used to be coached by somebody and she used to say, um, when you get clarity, it's either bloody expensive, it's really uncomfortable, or what was the other one she used to say? It was uncomfortable, expensive or inconvenient. It was one (laughs) of those three. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, it is when we do the work on ourselves, it is deeply uncomfortable to Mm -hmm. to think about you know why why um you're feeling like this um just just for instance for me so in the morning I always do a meditation and Mm -hmm. actually I'm on a course on Thursday um for the company I work for and I'm going to London on my own and when I booked it I thought there'd be somebody else going um and there isn't anybody else going to drive to drive there with me um and that makes me really uncomfortable and I was thinking I know it's the subconscious trying to keep me safe saying well do you really want to go anyway haven't really got the money to go and actually it's because and I I actually wrote this morning you know I'm really curious I'm going to see what shows up for me about why this makes me feel uncomfortable um and I I suppose for me it's probably a lack of confidence what if I don't Mm -hmm. what if I don't find the place what you know driving in London is not my it's not a pastime I like to do on my own um you know and it's like yeah yeah so that makes mm-hmm. me you know just things like that that makes me really uncomfortable but years yeah. ago I've never I would have just not gone I wouldn't yeah. even I wouldn't have even thought about why I wouldn't, wouldn't I just like I'm not oh, I'm not going yeah and I would have manifested some sort of idea about why I why I wasn't going to go so yeah it is I think when yeah when we get clarity and we try to understand ourselves, it is uncomfortable Mm-hmm. It, yeah definitely it is but that's when we hit the gold when when um when when you 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 know you really truly understand yourself and and why you do things that you do yeah so yeah, yeah. I think there's so many women too that probably resonate with what you just said you know oh I'm not going to go because of this where they come up with all the reasons right of yeah. why they shouldn't do whatever it is 
right? Yeah, yeah. And no, and it's having that awareness and that understanding that actually all those reasons that are coming up are just your subconscious talking to you to put to because it's making you feel uncomfortable. It's telling you, okay, don't do it because of the x y and z and you believe that and you think that's that that's really the case but that's not you know that that isn't the case it is just that it is a subconscious just trying to sabotage it to keep you safe um because the brain does want to keep you safe that's that's its your primary focus for your brain is to keep you safe and that actually can mean that you will you know it it might mean that it it will keep you in a situation that actually isn't for your benefit Mm -hmm because it's what it knows and it, yeah. it's that it thinks is keeping safe i mean in when i work with people from um in the mental health charity i work with you know some people could be living in a um in an abusive rate relationship and you know lots of people say well, why don't they just leave well aside from the fact they're very generally very controlled um they've got no confidence and and, and self-esteem to leave but also even though it is absolutely rubbish the brain it's familiar and that and so actually it then will come up with all the reasons why well you can't leave you can't leave because you could never carry on on your own i deserve this i'm no you know that i've you know not been a very good wife or whatever and 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 so i deserve this and it will come up with all those things because it knows that that because it knows that that's what it knows it's familiar and the brain likes familiarity so yes. how do you walk someone through that then so you know if you're working with somebody how do you help them through those types of challenges? Um, so the well, the more you, uh, I guess, the more work you do on this yourself, and the mm-hmm. more you 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 begin to notice these this this aware you have an awareness about the, uh, these patterns of behavior, repeated mm-hmm. patterns of behavior. So um, you know, you when working with people, it would really be about. Um, it's just come back to what I was going to say to you. <laughs> uh, it was about the values. Uh, I have to hold that thought. Um, so, um, so yeah, it, so it's having that awareness to start off with. So it's me saying, and, it, you know, it really sort of just me just getting curious about what is really behind that and then, and, you know, really making them delve into what – um what why you're behaving the way you are and sometimes it can be a journaling question that can end up as another question and another question so each question is almost answered by a question until you get to the core of that belief mm-hmm. um and it's so it, it is about that it is about that awareness so and it's really about sort of exercising that conscious part of the brain and tapping into that conscious part of the brain mm-hmm. to really think okay is this uh, is this really why I'm behaving like this or is there something else at at the core you know so it's I'm picking that onion I suppose or I'm peeling that onion rather layer layer beyond uh beyond layer I suppose Uh, and then you really get to the you know you really get to the core of what what is the problem um and then of course the the more people uh, invest in themselves or or read books the more they then understand themselves you know ages ago I wouldn't have ever thought that the reason I'm not going to something on a Thursday on Thursday I don't want to go is because of X Y and Z, but I now I completely get now that I'm self sabotaging it. Right. So I've got that awareness. So mm-hmm. you know, the more self development you do, the more reading you do, the more you listen, the mm-hmm. more you journal. You know, really, really tapping into um to 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 yourself and right. you know that you know meditate meditation and unplugging from yeah. you know the 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 um, electronic world and just really allowing our 
intuition you know that that conscious part of the brain to come to come forward there's lots of external influences now aren't there um Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to fall down the scroll hole isn't it (laughs) scroll hole (laughs) yeah yeah. um yeah again actually i was listening to a podcast today about um and she said on there that it's curious curiosity didn't kill the cat it was comparison that killed the cat and falling down that comparison hole which yeah yeah, so it's yeah it's I think it's you know really yeah tapping into your inner inner self right and that can start you know obviously we're talking about habits that can start if it works for you that can start in the morning so you know like for me I don't turn my phone on until I've been up at least an hour so I'm proactive rather than reactive right and the same at the end of the day I won't I'll turn my phone off at least an hour before going to bed mm-hmm. so the first thing I will do I have a slight white lie there I'll put my phone on to listen to I normally do a guided meditation in the morning mm-hmm. um but I won't there's no you know I don't look at any notifications I'm literally just as soon as I get up in the morning my phone is next to my bed I put it on and I listen to meditation because that's how I choose to start my day so I'm really then tapping into okay how am I feeling today and you can mm-hmm. almost start your day with how do I choose to feel today on a scale of one to 10 right. you know and, and can I change that today if mm-hmm. if you're feeling you know maybe it's a five you know how can I what's going on for me today and maybe you could do some journaling about why maybe you're not feeling it mm-hmm. um, to try and bring that up so um but obviously that doesn't work for everybody does it mm-hmm. and that might not be how you want to start your day you might like to start your day with getting up and doing some exercise or, right so right, but it's finding what works for you I think yeah I think that's a positive a positive mindset yeah yeah I think yeah yeah, that's exactly it's finding what works for you and and just being really kind and compassionate to yourself when you're trying to introduce a new habit Mm -hmm. being really really kind and compassionate to yourself as you're trying to bring that habit into your daily existence you know supposedly it takes six six days to build a habit there's really no scientific evidence behind that it's very much depends on your environment and how long it's going to take you to, right. to build a new habit. So for instance, if you want to get up each morning and do an exercise session, you're far more likely to do it. And that habit will be installed much quicker. If the night before you've got your clothes out, you've got your trainers ready, you've got your YouTube or your podcast or whatever right. you're going to do it with, mm-hmm. not podcast, your YouTube or your app or whether you're going, you've got your car keys ready. If you're going out, mm-hmm. you know, you're far more likely for that 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 habit to to be installed much quicker um the same as if you're trying to you know maybe you want to eat less cheese or something so if your cheese is at the back of the fridge with a load <laughs> in the front of it going back to that easiness you're right. far that will be installed much quicker mm-hmm. than um than if it's right at the front so it's yeah it's completely about um the environment works for you really right. Uh, you know, again, you know, if you're trying to do a meditation or an exercise class first first thing in the morning, you've got a two-year-old, well, it's going to take you months, isn't it, for that right. to work? Right. And then you're going uh, to feel defeated, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah so that, go, you know, that, that then goes back to that that being compassionate with yourself. And, right. yeah, you are going to be feel defeated. And, and, you know, if you miss it one day, that's fine. Don't right. miss it two days because then that's it's come up, become a habit. But if you miss right. it one day, don't worry about it. Right. move on so, but yeah you're absolutely right it's got to be it's got to be achievable hasn't it yeah. because otherwise it it's it's demotivating right which right. um we all know that if we're demotivated <laughs> we're it's not going to happen is it right <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, Ella, we appreciate your time today. Is there anything else that we missed? Well, there actually, as we were talking about value, values, that yes. that reminded me. So when you were saying about, um, you know, this, it's not easy, and the and the self reflection. I, what yeah. I was going to say is actually, it isn't easy, but. De- definitely starting with your values is what is actually how you can then um you you can then have your sort of perfect day and your perfect week and and how how do we find out what our values are well the easy way to do that is to think about what is important to us and that's generally what our values are and those values can change as well they don't need to you know they're not always linear they they can change depending on that age and you know all sorts of things but i think yeah that's a good place to start is okay what what are my values what are my mm-hmm. core values which often people haven't even got a clue um so think about what are their what are your values and then you can then think about from there or with those values what is it what does a perfect day look like to me or you could have a perfect working day and a perfect weekend or non-working day because you might work weekends and then you can move from there so I think that's a really really good place to start and and then yeah and then go from there really so that's what I was going to say about the you know the self-reflection and and and, uh, that understanding you and what's important to you Mm -hmm. and you know for instance one of my values is is constant learning or self-development that's really mm-hmm. important to me so I'm learning to play the piano oh. um yeah that's one of my yeah uh, and then I you know I sort of invest in self-development all the time right yeah so that's you know that's one of my core values so yeah. um, that's a really good place to start I love it those are great tips if our listeners want to um learn more from you where can they find you yeah, well, I run. I the, the, I run a Facebook group actually, which is a great place to um uh, to to find me. Um, okay. which is Revive for Business Growth. It's actually a um a sort of a networking group actually for business women. Um, so that's a great place to hang out. I run a networking group there um as well. Um, obviously it's a UK time, so it's mid- midday, but it's a great place to hang out for your business women. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then also best places to I'm on LinkedIn as Emma Wheeler or email me emma wheeler 200 at gmail.com is the best place to find me so yeah yeah that's where i run most of my business i don't really have a website (laughs) perfect that's wonderful well thank you so much emma for joining us today we appreciate your time and all that you shared with us here on the fit news podcast oh you're welcome thank you for having me Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live-streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.